Hello and welcome to the DNA Fat Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Nutritional, and in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing gaining and losing hundreds of pounds due to emotional trauma in part one of my interview with Dorothy Hewson, mind, body coach, and therapist. It's a fascinating conversation we have. She shares her story and we discuss things in a bit more detail. One not to be missed. Let's dive right in. Dorothy, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Would you like to introduce yourself for the listeners? Yeah, so I am a mind-body coach and a new author. I just published uh, my book in October of last year. And I help people heal from childhood trauma. And the reason I I got into it is because of my own personal um, story and healing journey. So I just, I help people heal the way I healed. And um, I'm actually a um, therapist as well. So a mind-body therapist. And I live in California. I have a family and um, I'm just really uh, focused on getting this message out right now to the world to so people can um, heal from their childhoods. Awesome. Thank you. And for those who are watching uh, the video version of this, the book, your book is just over your right hand shoulder there, mm-hmm. back of the shot, but we will talk more about that a little bit later on. So I'm sure all the listeners want to know, could you share a little bit more about your story and how exactly you yeah, how you're sharing them. I, I'd love to. So I actually lived uh, most of my life up until my late 40s with post-traumatic stress disorder from childhood sexual abuse, but I didn't know it. So that's kind of the um, interesting um, part of my story is um, I was pretty happy uh, just being um, dependent on my husband, who was an attorney. And we were, we were um, raised in a, um, like a Christian community so that, um, you know, his role was the provider and my role was as his wife would be to support him. Well, the problem was that as an attorney, he got burnt out and um, he's, he told me, you know, I just, I can't do this anymore. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back to school. And um, like we're in our late 40s, we're going to go back to school and we're going to become therapists. And I think that's going to be a better uh, fit for us. And because I was just used to following his direction, I agreed. And um, but the the thing that happened was uh, as a requirement to become a therapist, you have to go into your own personal psychotherapy. And I'd never done that before. So in my very first session in therapy, and I told my therapist, you know, I, I'm good. I, I'm, I just, you know, I just need to do this for school. And she's like, okay. And, um, but the first day, my very first session, she's like, I think you have post-traumatic stress disorder. And that, that's when it started for me because I, deep down inside, I, it had this nagging feeling that something was wrong with me and i'd just been kind of ignoring it my whole life and um, when she told me that um that's when i started to face it that what happened to me is still 
affecting me. And that's how I started my healing journey. And it kind of coincided with me learning how to be a therapist at the same time. Wow. Yeah. So you weren't aware until you got therapy as part of your new education that this yeah. was causing. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. Because I'd been practicing using spiritual practices to try and heal an emotional wound. And it kind of worked, but it works um, through bypassing the, bi the body. So I had disconnected from my body and tried to use spiritual practices like um, prayer and reading my Bible and listening to my you know, husband and listening to my pastors. And um, so it kind of worked. Um, but the problem was that that injury caused chronic stress, which eventually led to post-traumatic stress disorder and then also chronic illness as well, because um, it remained in my body and I kept bypassing it, uh, trying to think, you know, positive and it, um, it works in the short term, I think, but not in, not in the long term. Interesting. So it's almost, it's kind of a case of not treating the root symptom that, that sorry, the root cause and dealing with the symptoms. Yeah, that's, that's it. Exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. So how did that healing journey take place? I imagine that was over quite a prolonged period. It was many, many years. I was going to school, so I was learning the theories of, of therapy, family systems, and cognitive behavioral therapy. But what really helped me was that I had a supervisor who specialized in trauma, in the treatment of trauma. And um, she was a, a mind-body specialist. And so as I started seeing clients, because eventually you do have to actually start seeing clients, I would get really triggered. And I couldn't stay present um, listening, uh, trying to help my clients. And so my supervisor suggested I, I learn how to um, do mind-body therapy techniques, which were developed for trauma. And so that really turned it around for me because as I learned how to do mind-body therapy, I healed myself as well. So, um, so you were your own, as you were learning it, you could immediately... But, I guess do it on yourself in a, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how we learned. We learned the theory and then we practice on each other. So um, as uh, I would practice on my fellow trainee therapist and she would practice on me. And um, I just started having these huge uh, breakthroughs because I'd never connected to my body before. Like I connected to my little six-year-old inner child and um, was able to um, experience what happened um, and still stay present. And I didn't go into fight, flight and freeze. And then I was able to provide for myself uh, what's called a new 
corrective emotional experience and and it it worked it really worked it was amazing because i'd never dealt with it before i'd always been told like to to pretend it never happened to pretend to try and forget it but when i started dealing with it um it was like felt really good (laughs) it felt really really good actually wasn't easy but um dealing with it is you know is that healing process where i i can face my fears and stop running away from them amazing amazing yeah so if i may ask what were some of the i guess physical challenges that you experienced when you were dealing i guess before you even knew it was an issue but you didn't know what was causing those challenges what sort of physical challenges were you facing? Yeah, um, I had struggled with my weight my whole life. I started putting on weight as a child. uh, And my mom put me on, you know, my first diet when I was around 10, I was chubby. So um, I had started dieting and I could lose the weight. But what happened and what I discovered was that every time I lost the weight, people would compliment me. And just, of course, they're just kind. They, they're saying, oh, you, you look so good. I'm so proud. Of you. And my mom too, you know, I'm so proud of you. You lost the weight. And what would happen was I get scared because, uh-oh, people are noticing me. And that's the, the route that was connected to the sexual abuse because in my mind, in my little child, six-year-old mind, it was my fault because I had done something to attract that abuse. And having never dealt with that every time i'd lose the weight and people started noticing me and recognizing me and seeing me i got scared and subconsciously i just had to put the weight back on because that was the only tool i had as a child to stay hidden to stay invisible to not get hurt and and that was the that was the key for me um to to realize that oh that's why I, I gained the weight back all the time and I could never keep it off I, I mean I, I lost hundreds and hundreds of pounds over the years and um, I'd immediately start putting it back on immediately until recently yeah wow that's so, so interesting so yeah interesting. And actually, obesity is connected um, statistically. It's one of the um, re, uh, ways that kids protect themselves if they've been sexually um, abused or molested. It's one of it's where we have our control. We can put on the weight to protect ourselves. And um, it's have you ever heard of the ACE study, the Adverse Childhood Experiences? study that was uh, where they made that connection because it was a weight loss program uh, medically um, designed uh, to help severely obese people patients and um, it was a complete failure uh, because everybody gained the weight right back and then um, the doctor in charge decided to figure out what was going on like why I mean, I know these people want to lose weight and, and they do so good and, and then they gain it all back. And 
um, what he discovered was adverse childhood experiences. One of them was sexual abuse, but there's, you know, there's a list of them that the more adverse child experiences a person has, the more likely they're going to suffer from obesity, heart disease, um, you know, uh, addiction, and um, all kinds of uh, health problems as adults. And it statistically correlates to how many childhood, uh, adverse childhood experiences one has had. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you're curious and wanting to learn more about my programs, don't hesitate to reach out to me on LinkedIn just by searching Alex Hall DNA Fat Loss Coach. So if you search Alex Hall DNA Fat Loss Coach, I should pop up. And then just drop me a message and I'll share the full details of my two programs, the DNA Fat Loss Consultation, my DNA Fat Loss Blueprint. So that's my two-week and 20-week programs respectively. Thank you again for listening. I look forward to speaking with you soon.